You are on the Crooked Mile. Join Ed on another fabulous adventure. Thanks very much. Thank you, everyone. Welcome again. Yes, you are on the Crooked Mile. So, there are several stories about where the origin of a certain term comes from that spans from medieval times through to the 1990s. Now, while each story is a little bit different as to the exact origins, the idea behind all of them is remarkably similar. Now, as I say, there is not a single agreed upon story as to where and how we got the term, but the history, or rather the histories, are really quite interesting. The A-shirt, as it is known formally, a garment, which over the years has become the iconic pop culture symbol of drunken, slovenly men who either beat their wives or at least look like they do. The white rib tank top has been a staple in menswear for nearly a century, or maybe even longer, and it has picked up a stereotype or two along the way. The cheap undergarment has been associated with classism and domestic violence, but it has since spiraled into an iconic piece of fashion wear. How such a garment managed to survive without any real change, and of course its name, <laughs> well, I guess when you're good, you're good. Yes, of course, we are talking about the wife beater. So, first of all, there's the silent movie story. You see, way back in the early 20th century, when Hollywood first started making moving picture films, they were silent pictures, of course, to communicate the story and character traits, movie makers had to basically develop a uh, shorthand method of conveying different ideas and moods and such. For example, in Western films, the bad guy always wore a black hat and makeup that portrayed evil and wickedness, whereas the good guy always wore a white hat portraying honesty, truth, and justice. Oh, and of course, above all else, there was honor. And to portray a husband-type character who was just mean and nasty and awful, who undoubtedly, undoubtedly beat his wife, they would dress him up in an old, ratty, sleeveless undershirt, which just so happens to be the reason why they started calling him, and then subsequently, the t-shirt, the wife beater. As a matter of fact, this trend didn't stop when Hollywood started making talking films either. I mean, just check out Marlon Brando in the movie A Streetcar Named Desire, uh, 1951, I believe. N anyway, definitely a cliche, but it has stood the test of time in the motion picture industry. Then there's a real life story. You see, it wasn't just at the box office where people known to be wife beaters were seen wearing the A-shirt. There's a real life story of a famous case and a newspaper picture in 1947 that some say helped give the wife beater its name. That year, 1947, in Detroit, a despicable, sorry excuse for a man, let alone a human being, a guy named 
James Hartford Jr. was arrested for beating his wife to death. Because of the serious nature of his crime, the story hardly remained in Detroit. No. It went national, and it was splashed across headlines from Detroit, New York, L.A., and everywhere in between. And among many of the headlines was, of course, the picture of Hartford as he was being led away in handcuffs by the police, wearing what else but a dirty, baked bean-stained A-shirt with a caption that simply said, Wife Beater. Another pop explanation of the wife beater is the cop's story. It coincides with the decades where these shirts went beyond a simple undershirt and became an actual fashion. You see, back in the 80s and the 90s, we started to see the wife beater become more a part of the mainstream fashion from Bruce Willis as John McClane rocking the wife beater in the movie Die Hard, which, by the way, is a, is a side note, a side question. Have we decided whether or not the first Die Hard movie is a Christmas movie or not? Well, anyway, from Bruce Willis in Die Hard to Mark Wahlberg wearing them in modeling campaigns, the wife beater were definitely becoming more a part of our fashion consciousness. Now, at the same time, on TV, one of the first reality TV shows on the air at the time was the show Cops. The show followed real cops as they chased bad guys on a daily basis. As a result, we saw more and more people being arrested on TV for domestic violence, again, wearing what else but the wife beater. The stereotype of actual wife beaters being arrested wearing these shirts helped cement the term wife beater into the American lexicon. But back to Bruce Willis for a second. In Die Hard, he's not a wife beater in the movie. He's a badass kicking some terrorist butt. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay. Well, anyway, <laughs> check it out. Then we have the medieval story. The term wife beater being used to describe a sleeveless white tank top style t-shirt started sometime in the 1920s and through to the 1990s. So far, that is what we know. Well, by some accounts, the term actually dates way back to medieval times and has zero to do with domestic violence, but nonetheless brutal. On the ancient battlefields, centuries ago, a warrior who had, during the course of battle and close contact fighting, had lost his armor, was left behind to be killed, or at least severely beaten. This soldier was known as a waif. These stray soldiers, these waifs, who had lost their armor, had nothing to protect themselves save for a thin chainmail undershirt. And while the soldier was out there on the field, waiting to be beat to death, someone, somewhere, coined the term waif-beater. And there you have it. True story? Hmm, perhaps. But no matter where the term originated from, the waif-beater t-shirt is here to say, 
and it has come a long way from the days it was used to describe the dastardly and reprehensible intentions of a character in a movie. Now today, the wife beater is the go-to undershirt for a lot of people, and it is a fashionable garment for both men and women. As an undershirt, the wife beater is thin and form-fitting, which makes it perfect for an undershirt. If you're wearing a big loose fitting shirt, you won't see it. If you're wearing a tighter fitting shirt, it shows a nice silhouette underneath. You can open a button or two on your outer shirt and not see the collar of your wife beater. Or perhaps open three or four buttons and let your wife beater show. Very fashionable. As a shirt on its own, the wife beater, for better or worse, is its own fashion statement. They are comfortable, and they look good, and they are especially effective for showing off great arms, provided you have great arms to show off. <laughs> oh, and they are very helpful, very effective in helping keeping man boobs in place. <laughs> So in conclusion, it seems that there are many different ideas as to how and where the wife beater got its name. Regardless, however it happened, doesn't really matter. These are great shirts and everybody should have at least a couple of them in their dresser. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Until next time.